I'm Scott Blakeman getting through this on Manhattan's Upper East Side. And I'm Tom Saunders in New York's Flatiron District, where my home has undergone a metamorphosis. <laughs> and yet the whole time, I've still maintained my residence. As a result, I can vouch that this story is not only true, for I have not only lived it, I have lived in it. <laughs> Once... Not so long ago, my apartment's walls were barren. Not a single picture or shelf hung from a single wall anywhere in its four rooms, three hallways, and two baths. And I loved it that way. I loved the apartment's high, complex ceilings, yielding vast walls painted with subtle off-white colors. Sometimes I would be in the middle of a phone conversation with my girlfriend, Sandy, and I would explain my delight with the soft, rosy gray that covered the expansive blank wall of my living room as if it were a work of minimalist art. She thought I was slightly crazy, and maybe I was. Now that wall is mostly covered with books, carefully sorted and arrayed on what I call the Great Bookshelf, imported from my home office in Los Angeles. The Great Bookshelf has been discussed in previous podcasts as I offered to rent it out as a convincingly serious backdrop for a televised news pundit. And on the opposite wall, well, I don't want to brag, but some who don't mind sounding pretentious might call what I have on my wall art. Each work is completely different from the other, and I despair at describing any of them. In past podcasts, we've asserted that, contrary to a certain oft-repeated cliché, a picture is now worth several thousand words, some even, even more. The Mona Lisa has inspired as many as 12 billion complete sentences. That's billion with a B, Scotty. Well, my paintings may not be worthy of the Louvre, but they did once hang in my uh, 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 home in the Pacific Palisades. And to put them into words could eat up a disturbingly long amount of time, and not just during the podcast, but in our lives. Why, just to describe a portion of the Francis, of my Francis Bacon print would, according to my calculations, require several months of constant talking day and night with no bathroom breaks. But this, this I will say, the books with the paintings and the rugs I've added to the floor and the apartment, well, the apartment is no longer a spare minimalist masterpiece that I once imagined it was. Now the place feels, well, cozy. Well, as you say, Tommy, you've managed to move to a new apartment without going anywhere, which will be the Clio Award-winning tagline for the National Association of Art and Book Movers. I have spent many hours in the confines of your minimalist mecca and used it as an inspiration or perhaps an excuse to keep my apartment wall bare as well. But now I have seen the new iteration of your lodging and it continues to inspire. Only now this architectural and design reporter must go through the posters and framed art in my storage facility to update my apartment to your latest style, as we call it, the new cozy as the New York Times style section will also no doubt dub it in three weeks time. And what you have done, Tommy, by moving your Pacific Palisades home office furnishings to your Flatiron apartment is to elevate your living room into a cozy library, museum, living quarters, all working in harmony to the delight of its owner, 
as well as those of us fortunate enough to be invited to pay a visit. Oh, well, Scotty, I'm enormously flattered, but at the same time, it's challenging to realize, it's humbling actually to realize that I'm on the forefront of an interior design movement. Yes, Scotty, a movement. This is more than just some sort of fad. Well, this would be the headline also, when a move becomes a movement. Scotty, your, your, your headline uh, uh, capabilities is amazing. And by the way, I love the idea of a headline and no article. So yeah. often we, we don't even bother to, we don't need to read the article. But I, lo- I, I like that when a move becomes a movement, that says it all, Scotty. Well, I see it in, uh, it could be the sound section, and that could be even in many other publications. And, you know, we, we single-handedly, well, I don't know if two people could single-handedly do anything uh but yeah. uh but individually we single-handedly well you would have to choose one of the two people to be the single-handed doer and <laughs> the other person would have to remain with their hands in their pocket uh, but, <laughs> but you could switch off uh, you would it, you could switch off but you yeah. couldn't you couldn't single hand two people could not single-handedly do something at the same time <laughs> no no uh, uh no uh, so that would be uh, but but we each have that honor at, at various times and really what we're doing is keeping the magazine and periodicals alive you know sure we talk about as i have and will continue to about my return to the book and my the power of <laughs> reading which i value and will continue to talk about but the magazine and the newspaper in print form i i must emphasize we see these articles splayed about in a double truck perhaps and uh, you a know, double the, truck if you could just uh, explain to some people who are not well uh, that harkens back to my old copywriting days at ans <laughs> and macy's where yeah. that's a two-page ad uh, over you know when you open up uh, the newspaper both sides of both pages would have that ad continued a slight you know break in the fold as we mm-hmm. call it but uh hopefully you wouldn't lose any words that way and uh i did those as a copywriter but yeah. i see it tommy that exactly what you're doing it's yeah. No, it's not just, oh, yeah, what, oh, yeah, Tommy uh, did some changes in the apartment. No, no, you changed everything and you didn't have to leave. That is a point that is so worth right. dwelling on. When people have kitchens done, why they can't go yeah. in the kitchen or they have to get another place, but you stayed exactly where you were. Stayed. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 did, I didn't move. And, and in some ways, I was like the truculent uh, homeowners uh, uh, facing down a hurricane uh, <laughs> who say, I'm not leaving. And, yeah. and, and no, sir, you have to leave for your own safety. No, I'm not leaving. And I didn't leave, Scotty. But my hur- personal hurricane was the arrival. And some people will remember this from an earlier podcast, the arrival of of all the stuff from uh, that I was moving to this apartment from, uh, a, a, you know, 3,500 square foot house in uh, California. So yeah. I had to do if That was like, in a way that was like a hurricane. Uh, no. and, and and so when people in Florida and Louisiana and and, and and places around the world describe these hurricanes, I can nod and I can put my hand on their shoulder and say, I feel your pain. I felt your pain because a bunch of paintings uh, and furniture and silverware and other gewgaws arrived all at once. Yes. In a big truck that had to park outside. And I had to deal with it, Scotty. Oh, yeah. Well, you, they should deal with you. The reports say, how does it feel? You've just had your, you know, the belongings of your home office in California move cross country with, as you described so thrillingly in a previous podcast, the parking <laughs> yes. and the guy showed up and he 
couldn't uh, deliver it and all no. these various uh, uh, machinations. So it, it was uh, a hurricane of furnishing. So it was. It was like as if, uh, yeah, okay, in, in the Florida uh, Keys, you know, the wind blows and blows furniture away. In this sense, a truck brought furniture to my uh, abode. So, yes. so in a way that it's it's more disturbing because what do you do with this when the furniture blows it away well there's not much you can do except oh there goes my furniture the hurricane blew it away you know that basically that's the only thing you could say yeah and you went from having nothing uh on the walls and i mean uh, you know as you said a fine minimalist apartment and uh which worked fine but and then this book i love no, my no bookshelf department. that if anyone has seen and and that would have to be meticulously uh, giant re reattached re re whatever the word is rebuilt uh, at, at a it cost were, of thousands of dollars yeah literally can you imagine it had to be meticulously reattached you're right scotty because it, it's this iron and wood and it's very complicated but it works so much better here in la in 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 uh, here here that then in la yeah. here in new york in in los angeles my office became this place of guilt things would just stay up there old videos i never watched anymore it, things would go into drawers i brought none of the drawers drawers are the enemy of happiness yeah because yeah. things go into drawers that never come out again and you feel uh, sad every time you open the drawer and there's a thousand uh, empty medicine bottles because <laughs> yeah, you don't want to they're not they don't qualify for throwing away for some reason right but, so you just put them out of sight out of mind but yeah you say tommy it's never quite out of mind because that guilt persists the guilt persists scotty and every time you open the drawer god forbid you should open a drawer yeah. there there will be a, and, and there's a lot of stuff like that when you own a house you, you tend to just accumulate things that eventually make you feel sad because, oh, you'll never use this, but you'll never get rid of it. Well, yeah. Scotty, uh, well, you're going to you're certainly using these multitude of books. And really, it is you just as I say, you transported a whole lifestyle. And these are not just books or these aren't fake pundit books that will never no. be read. These are art books, advertising books that and we had a wonderful time that you told our listeners when Ginger and I came over. A couple weekends ago, and we uh, spent five hours. We could have spent ten hours uh, advertising art of the '40s, '50s, '60s, apartment buildings of all the various eras, put together by Robert A. M. Stern and others. And and that's yes. just a point oh 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 one percent of what you have. <laughs> well, that's uh, uh, some very um, you know that that's some amazing calculation that you were able to calculate that in a, in a very quick amount of time but you're right really right down to the point oh 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 one per, i mean that's just yeah. exactly right you yeah have, yeah like well, i, well, I, I that's have to admit things, i well, when i was over there a couple of weeks ago i did um do a few calculations while you were just getting stuff from the kitchen so oh. i was totally you know just doing it in the moment right now i, I thought you were doing it on the fly right now i was very impressed but of course you you put in the grunt work carefully. I did a couple of quick looks. I not, you know, <laughs> as exact as I would have liked, but dealing with the amount of time I had. So that's how I came up it's with a, that formula for those. And amazingly. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and, you know, you, it's very easy to get that wrong too. You could have gone, Oh, 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 oh point two, And that would yeah. have been completely wrong oh, been by, by a factor really. of, Oh, well, you would have laughed. Going, well, that's so, Ridiculous, uh, but, but no, that didn't happen. And but it is marvelous. I mean, so again, it's beyond happen. just yeah. I got a few. Yeah, I moved some of my things. No, no, no. It's a 
to and, and the and not only is you moved it, but you the, I think the point to be made is you didn't go through some moment where you needed an intervention and said, Tommy, you have nothing on your walls. You're a failure. You need the no, you succeeded in a minimalist department that all enjoyed. And I and never thought that anything was lacking when I would come over. Oh, that that's so that's the that's, key. And what you said was, good. well, I have this other life, this other world that I would mm -hmm. like to bring here. And you did, yeah. and it's just as much you as the minimalist was. That's the Got key. It. It's not like, yeah, now you came to your senses, Tommy. You <laughs> finally could put some things on the wall. No, you succeeded with nothing on the wall, and you succeed with wonderful art uh, on the wow. wall. Scotty, I, I mean, the way you put it, uh, it, 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 it warms the cockles of my heart when you say it that way, because my cockles were really quite cold prior to this. <laughs> and, wa and why, you wonder? Yeah. Well, because I recall a different, process this is the this is what i don't let a, a lot of people don't know about about this you know no. they walk past this building they have no idea this is going on no. they talk to me I, I i don't let on about it but i was i really had misgivings i didn't know if i wanted to put those those works of art up onto the wall i i i truly did value this apartment that had nothing on the wall just completely barren just pure paint yes. Scotty paint everywhere I look and and I, I, I'm actually right now in in the um, bedroom slash podcast studio portion of it and there's still nothing on the wall and I look around and I think it is it's cool it's it's just oh, so you it, preserved one room the bedroom sanctuary for no nothing on the wall there's no nothing no. on the wall now a lot of you know it also one of the things people do uh first of all i uh, i was about to to complain about people putting the pictures of their kids up on the wall <laughs> and, and i which i don't have kids so uh, so it'd be I'm really to have kind of actual... silly if you did put pictures of kids on the wall and then claim that they were yours or, <laughs> or just said yeah these are some random generic kids which, but i kind of like the look of them. Right, you right. know, they go well which with I, the coloring of the room something <laughs> with their, their outfit kind of matches so it's nice I, I and i never did that and and, yeah. and I, I i often wondered you know okay i never had kids but there's no reason why i can't have pictures of kids up on my wall of <laughs> other people's kids other people's kids there's nothing yeah. creepy about that really it's paying tribute and you can let them know <laughs> like hey uh, if you're ever around, you should check out my apartment. I've got pictures of your kids. And they go, oh, that's a nice gesture. Yeah. So I mean, that, that, they I should hear... react that way, I would think. Exactly. And when you have people over who don't know you that well, they'll, they'll ask you, oh, so are these your, you know, are these your, your kids? And you go, no. <laughs> oh, who are they? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and then you have to explain, I really have no idea. I just bought these at a you know, yeah, it's a, just a piece of, of art. By the way, Tommy, I think let me applaud you. And again I paid a good a, penny for them, too. By oh, me. yeah, of course. But let me applaud you for keeping the walls bare in your bed. Yeah. Because I, of course, as I've said, I'm still part of Tommy 1.0. So no one ever uses that. They do. The <laughs> I have nothing on my walls. And I must admit, right. it leans more towards a procrastination than following your style, even though I feel comforted when you had that, that I wasn't yeah. alone. But. Uh, I will say that I'm hesitant to put things on the bedroom wall. Like I do have this large figurine by Ladro that my dad had of a, of a, the dentist Ladro, and I'm it's in storage now. But I was thinking, well, maybe I'll place it in my room. But you know what the fear is? If you wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and you have paintings or pictures or objects that look human-like, sometimes you believe they're alive and in your room, and it's hard to get back to sleep. It's like, what was that? 
oh, right, it's the thing I have on the wall. You know, so <laughs> so I'd rather have nothing. And then still you sometimes imagine things if it's a dream, but at least it's less likely. You know, it reminds me. Uh, that's why it's a really good idea not to have a huge picture of a scary looking clown. <laughs> now, I, I actually, it's really interesting when I was um, looking at um, this actually takes me back many decades when I was looking for an apartment and, and, and I needed really somebody to to be uh, to share an apartment with in those days, you know, like a roommate, yeah, you know, yeah. something like that. And I, I was sort of interviewing various people. And one was a woman. I thought, oh, well, that'll be interesting. Oh, she'll be a, my roommate, a woman. Yeah. Uh, uh, on the wall was a big picture of a scary clown, which <laughs> she proudly said she painted herself. Oh. Scotty, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> it was like my legs went in circles, like in a cartoon, you know, <laughs> hightailing it out through, through the wall. <laughs> Not even using the door, uh, uh, Scotty. Leaving yeah, our- no, that that could be. A, 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 and I, I did have a poster in my bedroom many years ago. What uh, my first apartment from the School of Visual Arts, and it was to be good is not enough when you dream of being great. And it was an image of Pagliacci, the clown, I believe. <laughs> but uh, somehow, it uh, I don't know. Maybe it did scare me at some points. I didn't take it with me to my next place, even though. In hindsight, it's probably worth something, as they always say. But uh, well, can uh, I just comment yes. on on Payachi, the yes. clown? Yeah, uh, uh, it, it he is, after all, and I do believe it's he. I'm not misgendering Payachi. Yeah, uh, he is was a European clown with that sort of hat that sort of comes to a cone, but doesn't have a little puffy thing on the top. that's an american clown hat yeah yeah maybe that's why it wasn't as frightening to me uh uh you know because of the european influence i don't know but uh, some people would go the other way they'd say the europeans creeps them out even more (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah well you're saying no i mean i don't recall i'm sure there may have been a night or two that i did it wasn't exactly in my line of sight that was the key it was to the left wall so I probably wouldn't wake up with a start, as they say. Go, oh, I, 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 oh, it's a poster from School of Visual Arts. Okay, <laughs> now go back to sleep. Yeah, so, uh, right. uh, but no, so I think, let me just say, so I think mm-hmm. keeping those walls in the bedroom. But no, yeah. the art, though, Tom, again, you didn't just like take, oh, I got some art, let me put on the walls. No, uh, and Ginger, who, who is an artist, a fine painter, an artist who has a, you know extra appreciation, and loves teacher, the art. A, a teacher. A, teacher of art, yes, a painting and drawing at, at Parsons. So, yes. uh, uh, you know, she certainly passed uh, her test. And, and uh, uh, But it's a, it's a mix. It really is a museum. I mean, if anybody from anywhere strolled in, they're going, oh, let's go here. And, and it's very interesting art. And it's, uh, you know, varied. And, and it's, uh, I felt, frankly, more fulfilled looking at the art in your apartment that I have in some museums. Uh, well, Scotty, so- that's, that is the idea, the, the super small museum. Yeah. If I could rent this apartment out as a super small museum, <laughs> uh, um, you know, you can, you can make a pretty penny that way. Oh yeah. And- now two things though on that. And I agree totally. I'm sure the building, the, you know, condo board will, would approve, but uh, a gift shop. Where do you put that? That where do you a put tiny the gift shop? shop and, a lot and the, of it, 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 almost half of it is of the museum was taken up with gift shop, yeah, uh, gift shoppery for sure. So, but you know, people say, well, you know, uh, be, um, you know, should I uh, lease my place out as a bed and breakfast? I would say, I, I'd say that's that's a perfectly legitimate thing. It's a little bit of a snore, though. 
if you really want to to um, get people's attention, say, you know, yes, I, I, I have leased my apartment out as a small museum and that get Scotty people's ears perk up. Oh yeah. When they yeah. hear that. And, and then and, they'll say, yeah, yeah. Then they'll say, well, that's different. Uh, you know, and, yeah. uh, and they'll, and they'll probably, you know, just skip over the fact there's no gift shop just because it's no, so that, novel that, that it's a museum. Right. How often do you get to sleep in a museum? That's always been the dream. You know, some movies oh, have had that where dream. people are trapped in a museum. and That's and, scary. It's a scary. Yeah, it's always scary and things, uh, you but know. It's a small enough art yeah. museum and it's your own apartment. Yeah. I don't think it's as scary at no, all. Oh, no. Uh, no uh, it's, really. Uh, you know. The kids and, could stay up late. Mommy, Daddy, we <laughs> stay up late looking at the paintings. All right, just this once since you're going to be, the bed is two feet away, you know, so yeah. it'd be okay. And uh, but I think it's, well, again, Tommy, I don't know. It's hard to keep up with all these trends you're setting number one uh the, it's more than a move it's a movement by taking your yeah. art and, and and everything and putting the walls in the bookshelf uh and then also uh you yeah and you move without moving so that's another thing and uh then also this third thing where you're turning your apartment into an actual museum and this goes along the line of a whole philosophy that we've talked about not as much on the air about small uh, versions of things why is it oh that's the biggest museum in the world well why no. is it great it's exhausting uh, absolutely that yeah. that the, the tiny museum and i i have been thinking about this for real uh of the place up in Wyndham. you know it has this metal building this small metal building that could be turned into the world's smallest museum with one work of art yeah and people would line up you know just like they line up in the uffizi gallery but you yeah. just let in maybe five or six people at a time yeah and here's what's great about it scotty you don't have that museum fatigue no no uh, this is as uh, uh, much as i love the metropolitan museum of art and i do i i truly think it's one of the uh, it, it is my favorite museum of all in the united states and i come from chicago where there's the art institute but scotty yeah. Eventually, you wear yourself out in these museums. And oh, exactly. Exactly. Well, Tommy, uh, as I mentioned to you before we went on the air, I was getting my makeup done by Jennifer. <laughs> Generally, the makeup woman is Jennifer, but uh, yeah. uh, just, coincidentally, that would be the I'm speculative, but that would be her name. Uh, Ginger and I went to now, this is Ginger we're talking about, who yeah. just loves museum, love that, you know, artist appreciates it. But we went to uh, the Guggenheim. Which again, I applaud Mr. Lloyd Wright for his daring design. And we had, you and I had survived a, a debacle in 2019. Uh, no, I guess it was, uh, no, pe uh, probably the summer of uh, 2021, I believe. I believe it was after the, yes, after the pandemic. Well, it's we important to get this right. Yes, yes summer of so 2021. And let, let's just a, say we'll put that out provisionally, but our yeah. research people will go into this and they will nail it down. So if anybody, yeah, we wants leave it open for, uh, yeah, for changes in the the record, we wave, you know, we wave the record, the record be changed. But we remember it was some video installation that took over yes. three floors and it was this moaning, droning <laughs> sound. And it was really like almost like Guantanamo or the Guggenheim at a very unappealing exhibit. And uh, some would choose Guantanamo because at least yeah. they're outdoors for some of the time. <laughs> you know, yeah, it actually would make you choose to go to a prison rather than in a museum and that and, and you have to ask yourself has the museum 
succeeded if if it makes people want to go i.e. clutching <laughs> their ears and running in the opposite direction well, that, as if yeah yeah well we did him. talk to one of the f- lovely uh, work uh, people worked at the desk who had to be here had you know eight hours a day and she had to be at the museum yeah and seeing and, it and, hearing and, it and she you know she had to keep her official you know stance but you could see how she responded as she was on our side on that one Oh, you know, and she couldn't say, you guys, you're so right. I can't I can't stand this installation. Now, let's just explain to people who perhaps have never been to the Guggenheim. It's got this huge space in the center of it, yeah, uh, which is really just an impressive space. And it spirals around this space. And that's where all the pictures are. Well, what they had done is removed all the pictures from the walls because Which is the this whole point of the museum is to have those. Yeah, the whole point of the museum. But this artist didn't want any competition. They didn't want any distraction from his great work, which was this big sort of picture of somebody we didn't know who it was. And and sort of this moaning uh, sort of chant that had been recorded over and over and over. And that was the entire museum. Yeah, and yeah, it no. was one picture, Scotty. Yeah, and it, 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 it was the uh, it turned it, 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 it to, and here you you know I I seldom stammer like this, Scotty, but this is a moment where really stammering is uh, very you know appropriate because well, yeah, it reflects I, the mood and, and it reflects my <laughs> my exasperation with the artist who took over the Guggenheim, Scotty, and we experienced that. You know, some we, people. Yeah have their war stories we have our own ptsd oh we were there and talking about being exhausted by it but then we went on a fine ferry boat to oh thank and so God. we that's what i recommend if the weather <laughs> cooperates to to uh, relieve and you know people get a hangover yeah how do you cure that if you get that museum fatigue and this was beyond fatigue it was beyond uh, fatigue. uh you know but we went on a fine ferry boat outdoors and we recovered but let me just say that i yes. when i went on saturday with ginger it was a marvelous experience. The great Alex Katz and I enjoyed it very much. But any great museum, the, the greatest museums, the greatest works for it is a very peculiar, specific kind of fatigue. And we yes. had it. And, and Ginger was an experienced museum go after an hour and ten minutes, and it stayed with us the whole day. And it was just this because also the Guggenheim, it's very intense and it's smaller, and you're surrounded by people, and you're always seeing every other floor, every moment. So it was excellent, but it does. So if we could come up with the, my point is if we come up with a cure for museum fatigue, would we be millionaires? Well, <laughs> I mean, I do think that, that that the museum that has, well, in this case, my apartment, which is now an art museum as well. And, and it's a hybrid sort of a thing. Yeah. And and we wouldn't let people come into the the bedroom because no. There no, there's nothing on you know it, it, it'd be one of those mysterious rooms in a museum in a doors well you'd have you just know, that velvet a, a official uh, entrance only yeah you have that velvet you know the gold poles and the velvet <laughs> rope right. and maybe just one guard uh, that's all you need and they'll just no nobody's gonna go hey can i jump over the velvet no 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 i don't think so i don't think no. so I'm, uh, uh, there may be murmuring outside and also, I'm going to be having to hire a guard, a museum well, guard. Yeah. And that's and, and, and you want to get the guy who isn't too mean. I don't want that. Hey, stand away from the painting, please. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, you know, we don't, I don't want to get that guy. How do I avoid hiring that? You know, well, you know, person? there is this new technology now and it's not it's not less mean. And I experienced it at some museum recently. Maybe the Met, uh, the MoMA. It's an electronic voice that it automatically uh triggers if you 
go near the line and go step away from the line, please. You're There's a close. line in front of the painting. You the said. painting. Yeah, do not. You're too uh, close to the painting. And so, but that I think would be because that would go off all the time and might be a little jarring. So you know, here's the thing, Tom. How about a yep. retired museum guard who loved his work, had to turn it. You know, he, he reached a certain age, but still, you know, wants to keep active. Yeah, and and I can just imagine, you know, when they finally let him go at at, at uh, the MoMA, where you know he'd been there for fifty years, and, yeah. and you know he's there's a tear, and he wells up, and they, you know, and they give him the MoMA watch, you know, some kind of <laughs> watch, you know, presumably a modern style watch. Yeah, and, and 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 he's like, well, what do I do if I'm not a guard anymore? Well, you're right, Scotty. I'm giving him another chapter in his life, the guarding a small museum. Oh yeah, you know? That's perfect. Uh, it's perfect for somebody, you know, in, in an advanced age, because you don't have to, if somebody, here's my fear, Scotty, somebody yeah. will just try to steal these well paintings, you know, they, yeah. uh, this artwork. And, and one and of they them, think it'll Alphonse be an easy Marie, mark. There's uh, uh, this, uh, uh, this assemblage of, of his 1883 trip to uh, Italy and Morocco. Yeah. That could go a, right out the door. It's heavy, but they, it could be, now, an elderly guard might have trouble tackling that person, but, but because it's a small apartment, he can run over to the door and slam the door shut and just guard the door with his. Oh, I, exactly. Exactly. He doesn't have to cover, make up a lot of ground. And I he doesn't think, have to make up a lot of ground. Yeah, And I think, of course you have your doorman downstairs, but you know, you'd have to train them and maybe slip them a little extra come Christmas time. Yeah. yeah. If, say if anybody's walking out with a large <laughs> painting, could you stop them? Because yeah, I probably unless I sold it, but no, you're not selling them. You're, that's the museum, so they'll get get up to speed on that. Yeah, and and they'll get an extra little something. Oh yeah, yeah, you'll grease stocking. the palm and all right. That. Well, that's a good backup because yeah, I, and I, that's the other thing. Once the guy, let's say the guy does grab the big Alphonse Rui assemblage of of different drawings and. And, you know, carries it as heavy as it is. It's a heavy frame. But he goes, past, he somehow bodies his way past the guard who's standing next to the door with his arms spread and his legs yeah. spread. You know, the old guy, he punches him in the stomach. That's why I fear. Punch him in the stomach. No. Nobody wants to get punched in his no, stomach. No, no. And again, I, this is a, a scenario that's so unlikely. No, no, no. You may but, have to but, watch but out for You have to be you, a, a yeah. person in my position. I have to consider that because, yeah. Uh, okay, so once they get out, it's good to know there's somebody downstairs, you know, and also the guards, you know, the guy will have to wait at the elevator. This is another good advantage of having your art museum on the 10th floor. Yeah. The, the guy who's running away with the, with the artwork he's got to wait for the elevator. Exactly, unless he wants to navigate the stairs, and that would take quite a while. So oh, one no. other thing, Tommy, I think you'd be less likely to have to worry about uh, those who protest uh, climate change by gluing themselves to the oh. wall. I don't think you'd get a lot of that you don't. in your apartment. So that would I, be I a little, that'd be a little that awkward up. because what if nobody comes to unglue them and then everybody leaves because it's the end of the museum day and yeah. you're just trying to watch the football game <laughs> and you have a couple of climate activists glued to your wall. And I'm not saying that bad people and we believe in their cause. We just don't think that's right. the right way to go about uh, it. But then you got to like make small talk with them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You know, how, how, uh, you know, awkward would that be? And then yeah. and they start criticizing your choice of whatever it is you're watching. You know, <laughs> Uh, uh, they, um, 
only one and even msnbc isn't good enough for them no no and and probably the carbon footprint there's you know the commenting on the food in your refrigerator oh no it's not it's not vegan enough and and then they want to be fed too and it's got to be vegan and yeah uh, yeah. uh, no no scotty that that is a real source of worry Uh, and i think for anybody who's planning to turn their apartment into an a really first class art museum. Yeah, yeah. And again, uh, hopefully it wouldn't come up. That. Yeah. But and then you do have already though the bathroom is that so you already have a second bathroom, which is a great luxury. Yeah. And again, no one is entering your private bedroom sanctum. No one will see that bathroom. Well, that part bathroom. is perfect. I mean yeah. that that yeah. that the, the fact that that you know I've got the bathroom out there so that the people who come and you know they'll shuffle around. The other thing though is like suppose I want to take a nap. Yeah. You know, um uh, now, look, I'm not one of these people who say, oh, I think as an American, I have a right to my nap. I, yeah. I'm not one of those guys. Right. Like, stay away from my nap. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, you hear people shuffling around and people in museums, they're not usually loud. They're not yelling at each other. No. But they do shuffle and there's yeah. murmuring. You hear murmuring. Even murmuring can be worse than, than shouting <laughs> sometimes. And, you know, what are you going to say? Hey, keep it down. And going. We paid a pretty penny to come here because you will have to charge more because it's you can only allow maybe three to five people at a time. So and and, and that's cut down by the fact that you got somebody the 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 climate activist stuck to the wall. So that reduces (laughs) the number of. Well, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, you don't want to have lines around your building because it is a residential building. That's you don't want to get heat. From your fellow uh, residents, you want to be. Oh, they'll give me know. glare. They'll give me the look yeah. in the elevator. Yeah, I, I mean, that. yes, they'll get in free. I mean, well, I think that's probably the right way to go. If you're a yeah. resident, you're entitled to, and that'll smooth things over a bit. But uh, you don't want lines and all that. And and and, and but but again, I don't want to dwell on the the negative possibilities. Just the fact that you've created as we wind down, you took an apartment that was functioning beautifully as a minimalist a mecca, as I call it. Um, with nothing on the walls, nothing, and imported a, I mean, it's the Great Wall of China. This is, you say, it's the Great Bookshelf, and yeah. I frankly would rather visit the Great Bookshelf than the Great Wall of China. There's more honest. to do. There's more yeah. to do. You, there's all these books you can read, and they're big picture books. You yeah, know? incredible. Uh, Advertising, uh, art, architecture. You can't you do name. that at the Great Wall of China. No. You, you Have look- they talked about putting advertising on the Great Wall of China? <laughs> I hope not, but Are I think kidding? that's next. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, Scotty, I, I, I have to say this. Um, it's this has been a sobering conversation and it, it has made me think twice about turning my apartment into a world class museum. Well, at least keep um, it as a world class apartment I twice. Then yeah. I go right ahead. Yeah, right. Right. But I think you just enjoy it for what it is. It's your place. Invite you invite you decide who comes over just as Ginger and I said with a lucky winners and we got to appreciate oh, all yeah. the grandeur and the the marvelous books and the and the paintings and so we had a almost like this we were a member of a private club well, it's, it, it's a picture yeah you are very much a member of a private club and picture book parties i think oh. are going to be a thing oh where it's not just book club this here look at these pictures but what do you think of this picture you know like looking your kids and, and reading comics oh books. yeah exactly exactly and you're you're ready to do that right now and yeah I'm so, ready uh, for it. Ready I to salute go. you for that, Tommy. And uh, and for now, uh, uh, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman. I'm going to always be Tom Saunders. We're getting through this.